0: In this session entitled, Where is the Value? we seek to understand how we should bring value to our work and our customers, understanding that true value is provided when we serve God's desire to bless others. In this session, we see that profit is derived as a byproduct of delivering value and service rather than an end in itself. The goal of the session is to help you discover how providing service creates value in the workplace and ultimately to customers. The session will enable you to determine how you can tangibly generate more value in managing the products, resources, and relationships that you oversee. So here's our discussion with Dennis Peacock on this critical topic of creating value. Well, Dennis, in this particular session we've been talking about where is the value and of course the ultimate uh, issue that we're really getting at with regards to value is being able to provide service inside your organization, service to your clients, uh, service to your employees and so on and so forth. In some ways as a leader it certainly would be a lot easier if we just adopted a command control uh, type of approach. I have this vision, my company has this vision, you just get down to it, knuckle on and produce outcomes and uh, help us to achieve that vision. It takes work to develop a servant-like leadership mentality, but I think the reality is from what you've been saying and what you are gonna say in this session is that it actually pays off really greatly. Why do you think that service-based leadership is really a much more effective means of leadership than command and control?
1: Great question, and I know that I created the material for the school 25 years ago, whatever it is, Um, and I know that I was committed to a free market economy 25 years ago, but In the ensuing years, I've come to see that the real language that should be used around this is choice-based economics Mm. rather than command-based economics. Whether it's on a micro level or a macro level, choice is where creativity uh, comes from. Mm. Choice is where synergy between people relationally comes from you know we used to use back in the day you know what was the vibe that you got off that person or what was the vibe that you got off that organization and that vibe is is discernible when it's a a free place where people are doing what they want to do rather than what they've been commanded to do That's why socialism being a command economy can't produce capital because God has set the game up in such a way that choice is what releases what God has made unique within each and every one of us. And when synergy takes place, which it does when those involved in the decision-making are doing something that is emanating from their own will, rather than a commandment, that is when you get life. That is when you get real change and real productivity. And I'm very concerned about where all this is now, the stunning ignorance that we have economically speaking. You know, capitalism's got its own set of problems. But nevertheless, to the degree that we're aligning with God's program of releasing his life through free will choice, uh, that, is, that is a centering point that we need in every individual, every organization, and ultimately in every nation.
0: And I appreciate what you're saying about how you want to give opportunity for people to be able to direct their own work and not micromanage them, so that they are free to make those kind of choices that result in greater creativity. It seems like as a business owner, in order to get to that, You've got to have a high degree of being able to trust the people that you have in your organization. Speak to a little bit about how that then determines who you even choose to have on your team in the first place.
1: Well, you just did it about as well as I can (laughs) do that, Simon. It really, all of these ideas, these concepts, principles, really the issue is how deep are they in me? Mm. Uh, do I own them you know at this point in my life I look back on decades of people's exposure to ideas and principles and my question becomes do you own them how deep are they in you are they on an instinctual level yet because we can't produce what we're talking about producing in terms of value and creativity unless those values are actually a part of who I am and it's like whatever signal, however God set that up, we send signals to one another. And we're probably vibing each other a lot more in a given moment. In fact, I'm sure many of us have read material on the relational context of everything. That is got to be critical when I'm hiring people mm. is how do I discern that this person is free Uh And I mean, free in the sense they're not having to push anything. They're not having to make something happen. Whatever is happening is coming out of them because that's who they are. Mm -hmm. And again, building an organization, a business, or even relationships with clients, the greater degree of real free communication, where we're not trying to press somebody into something, But we're trying to give and receive rather than buy and sell, so to speak, as as we've talked about in other lessons.
0: So as we look at the labor market, I think it's fair to say that we have. we obviously live in a very competitive labor market. And so providing value, which this lesson is all about, is so key to one's job performance and outcomes and deliverables. So beyond providing financial value to the company, which is obviously uh, essential, but but we can go beyond that, what are some other ways that you can think of that an employee, um, or especially an emerging leader in a company, can provide and contribute value to the organization uh, that employs them?
1: Great question. And again, similar to what we talked about a moment ago, which is what does my being add to an organization? Obviously there's got to be skill sets. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's got to be knowledge. Obviously there's got to be a sense of wanting to be a team player. But the the core issue is: What does my being, mm-hmm. my my core self, mm-hmm. actually contribute to the organization? When I engage either within the company or external of the company, am I bringing what I call a freedom of being, where I'm not trying to make anybody make a decision? I'm trying to they they get. That I actually, the product or the service that I'm selling or the conversation that I'm creating within the organization, while I may have a a strong commitment to a point, the issue is am I, and it's going to sound a little silly, am I representing a spirit of love Mm -hmm. relationally? Right. Where that climate exists, you can have incredible creativity, incredible freedom people not going to be worrying about making a mistake they're not going to be worrying about somebody putting a trip on me yeah. that may endanger my <clears throat> excuse me my role in the organization i'm bringing life i'm yeah. bringing i'm bringing truth so right. to speak that is not abstract but is clearly uh, perceivable right
0: i think in some ways we tend to um, equivocate value to the specific skills or the specific knowledge that I can bring to the company because in a sense that can be monetized. It can be uh, turned into hard data and quant and it's quantifiable.
1: Quantifiable, right? yeah. Right? But in a sense for- Two cheers for quantifiable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. And of course that is important. Yeah. We're not demonstrating that in any way. But the reality is is that your character brings value to the company. And so you're talking about love, humility, honesty, right? All of those things are things that I think, especially for us as Christians, we can bring value to a company that others perhaps can't or maybe um, are
1: thwarted to one degree
0: or another, right?
1: Totally. You know what? I'm sitting here thinking about, the NBA or the NFL sports teams with highly skilled unusually skilled people and you know on a certain level the teams they're all the size, same size everybody's fast everybody's tough whatever the teams are not physically that much different but you'll have people that bring a chemistry to the team that actually pulls that team together in ways that we can't really quantify and we can't even really describe it. But there they, is something emanating in certain people that pulls a team together. Oh. And you see that uh, when, when you see a team that is really functioning together I mean, it's a beautiful thing to to see. Uh, we'll spend billions of dollars on a, on a global scale, trying to find groups that can produce that kind of chemistry, because it's a great thing to see. Yeah. And when we're talking about doing business God's way, that's really what we're talking about: is what do we bring in our spiritual being? What do we bring in in uh, in our compatibility our willingness and the speed at which that we can, can form in and fit in with other people when you see somebody who can fit in quickly who also has knowledge and who isn't trying to uh, exalt themselves you've got a, a chemistry going in that situation that can't be beat I mean God himself will honor something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at what the customer is ultimately after, is they're not, in today's day and age in particular, it's not that they're interested in just getting a product. Yum. They want an experience. Yes. And the experience they want is the product and the the genuineness that, they know that you as the producer are wanting to serve what it is that
1: they're actually. Exactly, are. so when, when my wife and I had a business and one of the gifts of, my, uh, of God to me is I've been allowed to have a, a wide variety of experiences from uh, running a pool hall in Oakland to working as an economist uh, for the labor unions uh, and getting into rate of return regulation, oversight, all that stuff I've done, um, has given me the opportunity. I was thinking about people when we when we had our business we I actually looked forward to going to be with them because their product or service, it just felt good dealing with them. Mm-hmm. And I might even, although, you know, I, I enjoy... Uh, Accounting pricing—it's uh, one of the inconsistencies in who I am because I'm I'm a macro person, but I I love examining uh, you know pricing parts. But even if I paid a little more, the experience of doing business with—I'm thinking about a particular company—I felt good. I felt good going. I felt good while I was there. I felt good coming back to the office, mm-hmm. and. We can talk about competition, you know, till the cows come home. But you can't compete against that kind of a phenomena of well-being if you're working with somebody, you know, either in the company or externally. You can't compete with that. Even, yeah. if, even if it's not even quite as productive, it's sustainable in a way. You'll, you'll, in a crisis, you will walk away from those people last they're going to be difficult to fire, difficult to pull away from. Yeah. And we want to be sustainably uh, people aware that sustainability with us is a value. Talk about what mm-hmm. is the value. It's yeah. tremendous value to have sustainability that is produced in the way you relate to people. Yeah.
0: Well, Dennis, I think what we're dealing with in this particular session is something that the world instinctively knows it's true they may not be able to articulate why it's true and i think that this is why we as christians have i think a unique ability to really scratch this itch that is in the world Um, because we have the ability to be authentic in how we're serving Our customers and our clients. And and we're really trusting that as we get into this material that the Holy Spirit is going to bring this to life in such a way that we're able to embody this and provide the world with what they're looking for.
1: Couldn't agree more. And there's few things in life more painful than watching somebody trying to be authentic. (laughs) It's it hurts to watch that. And you know, you want to say. Okay, relax. I'm going to I'm going to take you at face value. Yeah. But uh, again, that is the role of the Holy Spirit is to authenticate the reality of who we are.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: And that can't be duplicated by any other force in the world.
0: Thanks for listening to the point from Bridgepoint Forum. This podcast is a portion of our full lecture and forum presentation. Bridgepoint Forum enables Christians to bridge faith and work by applying biblically-based economic principles, spiritual formation, and application for effective change in their workplace. Please
1: visit us at bridgepointforum.org for more information.